Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are back with another episode of our podcast. How did I get here? And I'm your host, Jay. After having reviewed episodes one through four, I have realized uh, that I say uh, a lot. I say um a lot. I do a lot of weird pauses. Why was I not informed of this? Please answer. That's how people talk. No one notices it. You're the only one who notices it because it's your own voice. The criteria of our podcast is flawless. Anyway, guys, uh, welcome back. I've been looking back at the past episodes and I feel like there are some things that I could improve on. Today, Diane has a mic. Welcome to the show. Are you… Is it just going to be the same as last time? This is… This mic is only for necessity. You are a necessity if, if to this only, program. If only, if only I mm. need to chime in. I would honestly prefer it if you just sit here. And just talk. <laughs> yeah. That laugh I just. <laughs> that was so weird. Yeah. No. Okay. Continuing on. Welcome back to how did I get here? And the criteria of the show for those who haven't been with us before is how did I get here? Is where we live our best lives on the internet and come out the other side knowing more but not feeling. All that much smarter at all. And I am your host, Jay. You're welcome. I guess the first topic of business for today is the amazing reception that we've had on the show so far. And for this, I will join in with the claps. Beautiful, amazing, stupendous, and absolute anomaly in the podcast world, ladies and gentlemen. We have hit number three. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I saw number three. We hit rank three on the music section of the podcast rankings. And one in many countries. But number three in America, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for being awesome and listening to our show and being so supportive and showing us so much love. I know I've said it in my uh, lives and other platforms, but… Once again, this being the base of everything. Thank you so much, everybody, for being so cool. And with that, let me remind you to rate and review and continue on. I just got back from tour. From our European leg of the Gravity Tour with Day 6. We went to many stops in the geographical location of Europe. (laughs) (laughs) That's BC, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we were in… um. We were in London. We were in Lisbon. We were in Moscow. We were in Madrid. Like we were in all these amazing places. And the world is honestly beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not traveled, I do recommend Europe. Europe has the most beautiful architecture. The cities are all amazing. Everyone's super friendly and really nice. I didn't have any bad experiences. And I was out and about a lot. No, you… Okay. 
Did I? You literally said that… You told me you yeah. only went out to take those… Um, Instagram videos, Be and quiet. then you ran back into your hotel room. All right, guys. Moving on with the show for today. The tour was amazing. Thank you, everybody, for coming out supporting Day Six, and we had a really good time. So hopefully, we will see you guys all again next year. And until then, adios. But for now, back to the podcast. Before we go into today's subject, I just want to remind everybody to subscribe to the podcast as well as leave a review. And also, if you need more spices in your life, if you need moments of joy, please check out the videos and clips of not only my podcast, but the other podcasts at Dive Studio on youtube.com slash Dive Studios as well as subscribe. Alright! Time to begin again. Welcome back to the essentials of this podcast. We're going to go into our first question since I've gotten back. And that question is, what's my astrological sign? Great question. Who chose that? You. I chose that. Well done, Jay. Pat's on the back. <laughs> um, this is an interesting topic because I always hear people talking about this. This is always talked about. Why? Because it's just fun. What's fun about it? People like to identify themselves in something. Like identify how though? So I'm assuming that I don't know the exact details of the subject. But I do know that the astrological signs are like when you were born. And according to that time period of when you were born, you get a certain horoscope or something? Sun sign. Is that is that the PC term for it? Is horoscope wrong? What, no, that's just what it is. Horoscope okay. is like a almost like a fortune reading about like how your week will go. Oh, it's different. Yeah, it just literally is not the right word. <laughs> I'm so dumb. Okay. Yeah. Astrological sun sign, right? And there's one there's one specified to your date of birth and to your time period is to the time as well. Okay. And that is supposed to somehow Determine what your personality is going to be. And how you act. And how you think. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That's so interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, I've heard a lot about it. I haven't ever really delved into it. But I've heard people telling me, You're such a Virgo. You mean just me. Yeah. <laughs> literally just me. You say so many people. You're literally looking at me as no, I said no, no, that okay, an good. hour ago. Okay. <laughs> I've heard it from I've heard it from you and I've heard it from a couple other places oh, as well. Okay. I think it's interesting and I'm super I'm excited to figure out who I am as a person, to dive into the depths of my personality and find out why I'm the way I am. I'm hoping that's how it's gonna go today. Let's get it. Let's go into it. Alright, the first one. Our starting point, we definitely got to calculate things first. We're going to look at the astrology birth chart calculator, right? And I specifically texted my mom and asked for the time of when I was born for this. Because I'm assuming we're going to need the time. Mm -hmm. I've done this before. Totally forgot the results. You really have done this before? I have, but I, I didn't really care too much for it. So I kinda think I just put in whatever time. I'm going to kind of go over all the steps for people who don't know what this is like me. So we could become more educated together. Okay, what's a birth chart? A birth chart, also known as a natal chart, is a map of where all the major planets and astral bodies were located at the time you were born. Most people are aware of their sun sign, 
Oh, it is sun sign. However, there are multiple aspects of astrology governing our lives. All the astral bodies were moving through the different zodiac signs and houses at your time of birth. And their positions will have different effects on your personality and life. You just have to put your name, your birthday, birth time, or you could put time unknown as well as location of your birth. We're going to hit submit. Let's see what happens. I'm so excited. I'm actually really excited to know this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jay Young Park's natal chart report. Birth chart data for Tuesday, September 15th, 1992 at 7.50 p.m. Scroll down or click a sign to learn more. Okay, okay. You need to tell me this right now. What's your moon sign? Taurus. Oh, what's your ascending? Ascendant? Should be the… Yeah. Aries. Oh. Do you know all this? Just like off the bat? So I could be like Capricorn. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh. Yeah. How do you know all these? Because I have a lot of time alone doing nothing. (laughs) And I just read. We're going to discuss that another time. (laughs) Okay, so how am I supposed to read this? Okay, so you go down. Mm -hmm. And there should be like… You can click… Like mm. it says like what you click on sun in Virgo, Virgo and then mm. it'll give you a description of what that means. Okay. So I'm going to go down this. It says your chart interpretation. Number one, planets in the signs. Okay. The planets represent energies and cosmic forces that can manifest in different ways. They are like the actors in a play. The sign describes the way in which these planetary energies are used. They show the motivation and the roles the different actors play. As with everything in the material world, these energies can and usually do operate in two directions. The positive and the negative. Yo, there's so many. What are like the important ones? The, the three that we just talked about. Sun sign, moon okay. sign, and ascendant. Okay. So we're going to go through those three. Sun and Virgo. The sixth sign of the zodiac is Virgo, to be exact, and that's how they like it. Exacting. (laughs) People born under their sign are constantly the butt of jokes for being critical and picky. But their attention to detail is all because they want to help others. True. Virgos were born to serve. And doing so brings them great pleasure. I don't know about that. They were practically made for the job. As Virgos are known to be methodical, industrious, and efficient. True. Their sense of duty is all for the greater good. True. You love a spreadsheet. I do. I do. Wait. Oh, oh yeah. We were talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, how did you know that? <laughs> I start astro projecting. <laughs> That's true. I do like spreadsheets. You know I have one for all the song releases for each two? Yeah. You just told like, me. Like dates and deadlines and stuff. It drives me crazy if I don't have everything like mapped out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a Virgo, guys. Okay. Because of the Virgo's adept analysis of detail, most of the people born under this sign are very neat and clean. True. They like material possessions wrong and tend to be picky you about the things… You just talked about wanting a watch. <laughs> <laughs> and they tend to be picky about the things that they bring into their lives. No. They may come off as self-centered… Obviously false. But the Virgos simply want to surround themselves with what's right for them. True. They can be very healthy conscious. And must be cautious not to fall into the hypochondria. What is the hypochondria? Hopper, that's you. What's that? Hypochondria is like constantly thinking you're gonna get sick. Or you are sick. Or like you're gonna oh, get this and then you're gonna die from it. I mean you gotta be careful. Virgos take qualities of the virgin. 
as in humanity and modesty. True. Some may think they are repressed, but Virgos view it as a noble quality. True. They love to explore logical and practical ideas. Virgos are amazing at fact-finding because of their attention to minute detail. They are great in the workplace because they will notice every detail. Getting projects done the first time, every time. With their immutable quality, Virgos are also very balanced and fair in their assessment of people and situations. True! Is this only positive things? When does the negative stuff start? Uh, I know about the negative ones. I think this website yeah. is kind. <laughs> I want to see the negative stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't know where you'd find it. Oh, you, you know, actually, I link some stuff okay. later on that you'll see. But yeah. Okay, let's let's get let's get done with the good stuff first. Okay. Mercury rules the sign, and like in Roman mythology, Mercury was not stagnant. This god was full of energy, both mentally and physically, and that is true to the Virgin as well. A Virgo's brain will be in overdrive most of the time, which is why they are so productive. As Mercury also rules communication, this sign is very good at communicating and use their mental acuity to its best. Yeah, I'm a Virgo. Yeah, you you agree with most of the points in that? I I agree with like 80% of it. What do you disagree with? With they are self-centered? I am not self-centered. Most of the time. <laughs> I feel like we've had a conversation where you literally said, I'm actually a little selfish. Just just take the mic. <laughs> this is what happens when you give me a mic. <laughs> I call you over every past conversation we've ever had. I'm, I am selfish. I think what I said was all human beings can't help but be selfish. It's That's humane. That's not what you said. It's humane. Not, not at all quiet. what you said. That's insane. I right, look, look. But You're I try to be fair and just. That, that, is my, that is my justification. Because of all this brain power, however, Virgos may overthink and be skeptical of situations. That's actually really true. On the bright side, Virgos can lessen their worst impulses by carefully analyzing them. The element of this sign is Earth, so Virgos are more grounded and earthy compared to other signs. That's very, very true. I have a problem of being overly an- analytical about myself sometimes. And just being skeptical about the things that I do. Or like situations that involve my ability to do things, right? You want to move on to Moon in Taurus? Yeah, this is very entertaining. I now understand why why you're so into this. The Moon in Taurus. Is that how you say it? Taurus? Taurus, yeah. Taurus. Moon in Taurus. The moon rules the moods and emotions. Oh, it's going to be bad. The placement of the moon in your chart determines your inner self. It shapes your soul and what you need to feel emotionally secure. It controls what goes on below the surface of your personality. The moon sign may influence how strongly your sun sign is expressed, which is why people with the same zodiac sign may behave differently. True. I I guess this is why like the time matters. Taurus moons need to feel secure and stable in their emotions. Yeah. They aren't ones for sudden outbursts of emotion. Wow. Rather, they prefer to keep calm during turmoil. People with displacement are known for being emotionally secure, able to take care of both themselves and others. As an earth sign, Taurus moons are earthly and strong-willed. The bull takes charge but in a deliberate enduring way. Overall, this sign won't hesitate to put in hard work. When they do, they feel emotionally fulfilled. This is actually completely false. I'm so primitive. Like, like I act on instinct. Do you think you're emotional? You think you're really like emotionally like up and down? I think with friends, I'm always okay. Like I'm able to be calm and collected. And even if there's something that like irks me, I can just kind of shrug it off and be really upset about it later by myself. But for work, it drives me crazy. 
when things aren't done on time. Well, is there more to that or is that it? That's the end of it. Oh, really? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, there, there's more. Okay, well, let's, let's finish it up and talk about it. This sign also enjoys material comforts as Taurus is ruled by the luxurious planet of Venus. This does not mean Taurus moons are necessarily materialistic. Rather, they find… Ah, rather they find emotional fulfillment when indulging in the pleasures of the senses. There is a certain kind of quality and comfort in life that Taurus moons need in order to feel secure. Making self-care and possessions important to a Taurus moon's self-esteem. Taurus moons have a calm serenity to them that makes them alluring and romantic to others in relationships. This sign needs a partner that can both provide stability and indulge in the senses with them. What does that mean? Material needs that allows me to indulge in the senses? Uh, so basically, it's like a treat yourself sign. They do like self-care and they're like, well, I'm going to indulge in this. Not necessarily like I should, but because it makes me feel better kind of a thing. And I deserve to feel better or feel good. I don't think I do that. Do you do that? In small ways, but not not to that extent. I don't, I'm not a treat yourself person. What are you? Me? Yeah. Uh... Oh, we talked about this. You're more like a I need to get by today person. Yeah. I need money for food and board and I'm done. Yeah. I like that though. Yeah. Minimalism, right? I lived for like three to four years where most of my things could fit in like two really big suitcases. Whoa. Yeah. How do you take care of all the clothes? That was in the suitcases. Everything? I still wear clothes I bought in like high school. Whoa. I don't shop. I don't like shopping. I like buy. I like clothes. I like having nice clothes and stuff like that. Yeah. I just don't. It doesn't even occur to me to like go shopping. Okay. So you keep accruing clothes, right? You're wearing Patagonia right now. I'm assuming you haven't bought that till recently. I bought it during the fall. Okay. So you bought it this year. Oh yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, last fall. If you're gathering items like that one by one, eventually those suitcases are going to become filled. When do you throw things out? Oh, constantly. Oh, so it's I not... I give away clothes to friends. Or I'm donating. It's not so much about… Well, I mean it is about not buying things. But it's more so dependent on you getting rid of things. Yeah, I constantly get rid of things. If I hadn't worn it in all kinds of weather for the past six months… The likelihood of me wearing it is slim. Dude, I can't do that. I don't, I don't know. I want things. But actually you might be right. I want things specifically because they make my life easier. Do you feel like you really do feel really good when you like buy the thing that you wanted? I don't. Or you feel guilty? I I feel guilty mm. if it's expensive. Like I think about it. It's yeah. what keeps me up at night that night. But I don't ever feel like, oh, like I finally bought it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like, okay, I needed it so I bought it. Oh, okay. End of story. There you go. I guess um, the stars were wrong on this one, baby. Next one is Aries, right? This is the last one that's important. Yeah. Aries rising ascendant. The rising sign or ascendant is a zodiac sign that was rising eastern of the horizon when a person was born. The ascendant is known as the mask one wears when meeting new people. Oh, it takes in both appearance and personality, which is why some may identify with their ascendant more than they do their sun sign. The rising sign represents the first personality traits people exhibit naturally or in uncomfortable situations. Oh, This is supposed to be, I guess, your more like primitive personality. Okay. My instinctual personality. Yeah. It feels like therapy. It's like weird. I know. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun but it's like uncomfortable at the same time. (laughs) Aries rising is fast and to the point. They act before they think. Racing into situations without planning. Though they are dynamic, they are not forceful. They simply observe what they need and go get it. 
Some may be competitive, but most put their attention on how to get what they need by themselves. Everything they do is done rapidly. Wow, true. <laughs> true. People born with the Aries ascendant are easy to anger. Yes, but they are also quick to let it pass. No, but they don't <laughs> hold on to bad feelings for too long. And they like to be clear and direct. They don't say stagnant, though they may seem bossy at times. They truly just want to be seen as bold and courageous for being able to follow their own clear path. People may jump into leadership positions quickly and are excellent at engaging the crowd. I feel attacked. This is weird. Yeah. Do you feel called out? Yeah, this is this is pretty like except like one of the things in this whole paragraph, I agree 100 percent Yeah. And it basically said what you were actually saying earlier about yeah. how you think you are, especially in terms of like emotional reaction. Yeah, I'm very like whatever I feel at that moment comes up and I'm a goldfish. So if we pass that moment, it becomes okay. Was yours like accurate like this? My ascending yeah. sign, uh, when I read that description, uh-huh. I literally felt like someone like yelled at me. And I was alone in my room when I read it. And yeah. I literally like, I felt like put on the spot. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So weird. Yeah. But then, but then this makes me think like, because these are all traits that I feel like every human being can feel sometimes. There's a lot in there that I don't see myself in. But it's so general. It's kind of like… Yeah. Because I don't believe in fortune telling either. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like saying… Oh, I read your pulse. Did you make over a thousand dollars in the past six yeah. years of your life? Like it's, it just feels like it could be one of those. I think it's one of those things where it's not that they're trying to make like exact predictions. Mm. It's saying this is where your natural leanings are. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you yeah. can either give in or not. Maybe that's what it is. This is so weird though. How do you think they calculate this? Literal star chart. <laughs> but, like what? where the stars are in the sky when you're born. But like where does the chart come from? What do you mean? Where you does a chart come from? That's the study of astronomy. The study of star like placements. Wait, why though? What does the placement of a star have to do with personality? How does astrology work? That's <laughs> Is that really your Google question? Yeah. How does astrology work? <laughs> No, watch. Astrology is a belief that the alignment of stars and planets affect every individual's mood, personality, and environment. Depending on when you was born. What does that have to do with your mood or personality and environment? Especially environment. It's kind of like pagan stuff. Pagan means believer of many gods. So back in the days of the Greeks, ancient Greeks, oh. ancient Romans. This is where study of stars come in because they think Mythology. like these are the gods in the sky that control us. Okay. And so that's why Mars is Apollo… Right. Jupiter, Hades, and like Mercury, Mars, and stuff like that. Oh, I just said Mercury is Apollo. That's not right. But anyway. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's where this comes from. They're not saying the rocks in the sky are influencing you. It's just attached to this ancient thing of like associating the with the gods in the sky, like mythology. That makes you wonder though. You think all these traits are like the study? Or like, there has to be a base for the study, right? So you think it's like they calculated the stars and the and the the planets and everything was at the precise time of someone's birth of someone famous and they took their traits and that's how it started. And they just kept compiling information to create an average of that personality. Of, oh. Maybe. You think that's how it started? I don't know. Now it gets fun. <laughs> Let's get a little bit more broad. The next link that is prepared for us today. Is Virgo male traits. Do I want to click this? Yeah. Okay. This is supposed to be like the stereotype of a male of a Virgo. Virgo. 
So this is what I should be thinking about when you're like, you're such a Virgo. I guess. Oh, I like it already. Okay. The Virgo man is practical, observant, and helpful. Perfection, dependability, and honesty are some of the basic characteristics of men born under the zodiac sign. True. However, these men are not easy to decode and can prove worthy to be a challenge. Can prove to be a worthy challenge. (laughs) For those who prefer the road less traveled. The sixth sign among the zodiacs, the Virgo reigns over the mind and presides over craftsmanship and justice. People born between August 23rd and September 22nd belong to the zodiac sign. Symbolized by the Virgin, the zodiac is ruled by the planet Mercury and its predominant element is Earth. A typical Virgo man can be described as observant. True. Realistic. True. Trustworthy. True. This man prefers his own company, does not like crowded places, and takes a long time to trust people. Very true. He is a mysterious and contemplative being who stands by his principles with unflinching ease. True. Why'd you laugh? Because it is true. (laughs) I think that's true. What does mysterious entail? How is one person The mysterious part is what made me laugh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. It is not always easy to spot a man based on his zodiac sign and identify his characteristics, his likes and dislikes. But sometimes there is a lot you can tell about a person if you just know which zodiac sign he is under. Take a look at the characteristics of a Virgo man to know what sets him apart from the rest. The mercurial man. Number one, the Virgo man is gentle, helpful, and sympathetic by nature. He is very practical, logical, and down-to-earth. However, that does not stop him from daydreaming about the things that he wishes to do and attain the future. The Virgo man is known for being a perfectionist. He's always punctual. Expect the same from others. True! He is also fond of cleanliness and hygiene. However, there can always be exceptions who turn out to be messy. Nonetheless, expect the Virgo to find order within chaos, as he will know exactly where he kept his left sock among his pile of clothes. Not true. Although known for their patience, (laughs) the men can be very blunt and harsh with callous and dishonest people. True. The one thing that I disagree with so far in this article is I would probably not be as clean as I am if my mom didn't like, like stamp it into me ever since I was younger. So I was just always used to having my room clean. So it feels really weird if it's not. Anyway, number two. The intellectual. The ruling planet of the zodiac is Mercury, the guardian of the mind. Thus, people born under this sign are very intelligent and attentive. They will never forget the things that they deem to be consequential. It wouldn't be surprising if your Virgo man can remember details from when he was still a toddler. Virgos are creative people and like to keep themselves busy with artistic pursuits such as painting, pottery, carpentry, and writing. My earliest memories, I remember two things from Argentina. I remember a white, huge dog. And I thought that was our dog. But my mom recently confirmed that our dog was not white. So it was some other random dog. Okay. And a broken crane machine on the side of the street. And you have like clear memories of that. Yeah. But my clearest memory was from when I was like like three or four. Or whenever I was still in Argentina. I had the mental capacity to ask for something for my birthday. I asked my sister for a Power Ranger costume. I got a red Power Ranger costume. I was excited. I put it on. Walked into the house. Grandma freaked out. 
It's the devil. No, really? Took me to the bathroom, filled up the bathtub, and baptized me. <laughs> no, shut up. No I'm way. I'm serious. I'm, I'm 100% Shh. legit. She was like, It's the devil. Satan magi. And then I remember my head being dunked in the water. like, <laughs> And being baptized. Because you were wearing a costume? Yeah. Because was it was it, red. Oh, she didn't like the color red? It was the red Power Ranger. Maybe it looked so like if the it, So if it was the blue Power Ranger, she would have just been like, What's up, Jay? Maybe. No baptizing today. Maybe, exactly. <laughs> Alrighty, that was some of the male traits. Now we're going to move on to more interesting things. I think I'm most interested in this one. Virgo compatibility with other signs. So there's a lot. There's like Virgo and Aries, Virgo and Taurus, Virgo and Gemini. You're Gemini. Yeah. That's a Gemini. Let's see if this works. Let's see if we can still be coworkers. <laughs> you know? Because compatibility doesn't yeah. just mean like romantic relationships. It actually yeah. just means like any kind of relationship. Like how does it work personality? Like how do you guys mesh? Not partners. Not romantic partners. <laughs> yeah. Could be just… Just straight up like how coworkers. do they get along in a room together basically. People communicating. Yeah. Coworkers. All that stuff. Okay. From the Gemini viewpoint… If there's anything you agree with or disagree on, then just please interject. You're both excellent communicators and both very adaptable. This provides a solid foundation to build on. However, your temperaments are very different and a lot of give and take will probably be needed. You both have fast and active minds and tend to think more often with your head than your heart. They both prefer a rational argument and neither of you hold a grudge. In this respect, you have a big advantage in terms of reconciling differences as they arrive. Be sure to use it. Huh. Would you say you hold grudges? Yeah. I, I hold very specific grudges, but it it would have to be something big. Like, it, it, you know what I'm talking about? I don't… Like, how big? Like, legit bad. <laughs> like, explain. No, because I, I, I can't give examples. I can only think of, like, real things that happen. And I'm not going to say it. What? But like, ba- yeah. basically, it, it, it's if, if it comes down to intended disrespect. Okay. If it's… If I perceive it as intended disrespect, then I will hold a grudge in the sense of just like cutting off. To me, holding a grudge is cutting off. Oh, it's like goodbye? Yeah. Whoa. That to me, that's holding a grudge, right? Yeah. So yeah. So it would have to be if I felt like someone intended to disrespect me. Yeah. And I just like realized that's what it was. So it's intentions. It's not how big of a scale the event was. Yes. Do you hold grudges like that? I I don't I don't hold grudges. I just I plan out their demise. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if that's a grudge. That's pretty organized of you. <laughs> that's a Virgo. That's a Virgo. Yeah. Grudge. Oh, but you like it like stays with you. Like you think about Definitely. the wrongdoing against you. I agree. If in, if the intentions yeah. were bad, then I have a problem with that. Okay. Um, also, I have a problem if I'm working and working with somebody and there's a combination of laziness and incapability. Yeah, that's just someone who's bad at their job. <laughs> I mean, but it happens. Yeah. It happens. Oh, it, it, boy, oh boy, it sure does. I'm okay with just one of them being present. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because that means the other figures it out. Yes. But when both are present, you can't work. Because if if it's just one, that means they're trying to not be that way. Yeah, exactly. If you if you were competent, you wouldn't be lazy because you're getting it done. Yeah. 
if you're not good at something but you're not lazy, that means you're trying to figure it out. Yeah. All right. Next topic. The most important topic and entertaining position of this whole podcast. Virgo means presented to you by Virgo's Humor at Instagram. See if you agree with a couple of the posts. There's a Rick and Morty one. Not all Virgos are neat freaks. Yeah, that's all it says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Virgo delete folder. Are you sure you want to delete all your wild thoughts? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's something I feel like you said. <laughs> I 100% agree with that. Oh, 100%. wow. And that about wraps up and concludes our conversation question of the day. Which was, what's my astrological sign? We have learned many things. We have learned that I am a control freak. We have learned that my mind is very powerful. We have learned that I may be a genius like Tablo. First time hearing of this. (laughs) (laughs) But we hope that that was as informative to you as it was for me. Because it was very informational for me. I feel like I've taken… So much out of this podcast today that my life may change. The way I perceive things may change. We're going to move on to a quick breather segment which we have implemented into the podcast. An intermission. An intermission, if you may. And this intermission includes a song for your enjoyment. Let's take, you know, a minute 30, two minutes out of this podcast and just chill. Because we've been through a lot of information. Let's bless our ears. And we'll be back soon. Ej, guess not. Feels like God's been upset all night long. Everyone's stop pouring so much. I just won't try off. I'm sad. Cause I told you I was so tired. Wow. Phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. Wow. I don't know who that was, but it was it was amazing. <laughs> Guys, if you want to check that out, you can check it out at soundcloud.com slash E-A-J-P-A-R-K or youtube.com slash J-A-E-S-I-X. Since we have solved the question of today, it is time to solve your questions for me. First question of today comes from Neural at J J J E feel. J, are you gonna announce the X lyrics? No. Question two. This is from the Cabbage Man 
at the Cabbage Man. One question for the podcast: If you could master one craft or skill, what would it be? If you didn't have to worry about money, how would you spend your days? Or what is your favorite day six song and why? That's a lot of questions. You can just choose one of those questions. Okay. I like all those questions. Okay. What would your craft or skill be? Oh, okay. So this is a real thing. I have this thing where if I feel like I make enough money and I'm like really rich, yeah, I want to uh, take speech therapy lessons yeah. so that I can learn how to do every accent in the world perfectly. What's the purpose of that? I just think it's fun. Like, I want to be able to not just like do a British accent, but like be able okay. to be like I'm able to do like a Liverpool accent and uh, the or like Queens a Manchester accent. accent. Yeah, or and then I can do like an Alabama accent or like a Midwestern accent perfectly. That is the strangest thing I may have heard today. Is that a thing? Actors do. Actors oh, hire speech therapists for roles and stuff, and that's why I think it's fascinating. Dude, I see so many actors. In like films, and it's like American English, and I think they're American. I see them interview, and all of a sudden they're speaking like English English. Yeah, like British like, English. Oh, a Florence Pugh. Wait, what? Florence Pugh. Who's that? She's a really acclaimed actress right now. Oh, who's British and does a really great American accent. Amazing. <laughs> Applause to you, ma'am. Florence Pugh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and uh, for me, I kind of want to like. It may seem stupid, but I want. All the traits, like you know how ninjas, like real ninjas, they're so methodical. Yeah. And they have real use, like very useful skills. Kind of want to be a ninja. Low key. I've seen a YouTube video once. Sorry. I'm just thinking how our answers are really reflective of our astrology signs. (laughs) Isn't that funny? (laughs) It's actually kind of really funny. (laughs) Wait, wait, what's, what's yours? Gemini. So like what does that mean? Okay, the mean stereotype, yeah. which is not true okay. <laughs> about not Gemini true. is that because they're the twins, right? That they have different personalities. Like they're very adaptive and they're okay. very like, I want to do this and this and this and that and this and that and I want to do everything. Also, you're two faced. No, multifaceted. <laughs> I am multifaceted. I'm three dimensional. I can see like all sides of an argument. Two-faced. I'm adaptive. Okay. But you know what I'm talking about? Me trying to learn every accent in the world. Right. And you're like, I want to be methodical. And I want to oh. just like silently organize and strategize how to implement a task or whatever. You're so right. It's so funny. You're so right. Funny. Multifaceted. Yeah. And just like useful. Methodical. Oh. Yeah. Alrighty. That wraps up the questions that you have sent for us. And going back to the bigger questions of the podcast, if anybody has a question that you would like me to explore and answer, please hashtag H-D-I-G-H and let us know what should our next question of search, our next adventure be heading towards. And you could do this at Instagram and Twitter at The Dive Studios. Also, YouTube.com slash Dive Studios. Also, you may send those questions personally to me. I may answer them at J-A-E underscore D-A-Y six on Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe and review this podcast for more excellent mind-boggling content in the future. Thank you so much everybody for tuning in to this episode of How Did I Get Here? We hope that you guys have learned as much as we have learned. Because we have definitely come out the other side knowing a lot but not feeling smarter at all. Absolute perfection. We'll see you guys again for the next episode. See you later. Bye-bye. How did I get here? 
Jack. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.